0: Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another pristine episode of Film House. I'm your host Adam Kovic joined by James Willems and John Smith how are you guys doing?
1: I'm good. You can follow me at James Willems. you don't have for- to. I thought that was the point, right?
2: You can follow me at Radio Centro939. That's my new sponsor. Yeah, <laughs> wait. It's uh, a personal sponsor, not sponsor of the show. My my own personal Our actual
0: sponsor of the show is Mac Weldon. You get mm. 20% off using promo code film when you go to MacWeldon.com. Pretty easy. 20% off. We'll be hearing more about them later and how much James and I love wearing their I'm wearing it right now. Got them yep. on right now. Yep. Come on, that's how they work. Uh, today we're talking about the film Tomb Raider. It's out this weekend. You mean the game Tomb Raider. No, we are talking about the movie that John and I saw. Lara Croft? Cradle inspired
2: by the game that was inspired by the movie. Well, inspired first, by the first
0: game. there was a game, Yeah. a series of games, yeah. and then they made a movie, a couple of them, starring Angela and Jolie. Joe Lee. Great hits.
1: You know the first video game character that I ever saw naked was Lara Croft?
0: I do know that, because <laughs> I think that was the same for all of us, right? Was it? The nude mod? I, I don't know. I, I think about? someone
1: had just made something or whatever, and I stumbled across
0: it online. And there's was like, also that weird video game spread where they had like blood rain, and we're getting well. Off that topic. but that was
1: good. That was like that was like photorealistic. This is like when she was a block person. Yeah,
2: <laughs> You still made it oh, work though. Yeah, like I remember laser. there was a it, on Napster or no, not Napster on LimeWire. There, if you search Laura Croft, one of the top videos was uh, like a one minute video of a lady dressed as Laura Croft stripping. So I, I that saw one that one. it's was like eleven. Right <laughs> in here. I totally was saw. Was she on it. a bus? Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh my god. I also had IMesh. Dear God. Uh, so we're sad, and uh, I, I guess something worth noting because we're not talking about the new film, mm. uh, which is mostly kind of based. It's mostly based on the uh, 2013 re-release mm-hmm. or the reboot of Tomb Raider, the game, which was uh, critical acclaim out the. Yahoo! I loved it. Big reason why James is here, actually. He's a big fan of the game. Loves it more than Uncharted for some reason. I think it's a better version of the Uncharted games. So, but it came afterwards, so I think they were able to observe and then. Like James, I'm also a fan, and now that I've seen the movie, I kind of wanted James here to have his sort of unfiltered opinion or questions about this movie coming out. But uh, it is worth noting that the original Angelina Jolie Tomb Raider film reunited Angelina Jolie with her father, John Voight. Mm-hmm. That's
1: true. It didn't do a very good job of it, though, because they just filmed together and then they went back to hating each other. That's true. So it just put them in the same room together because they both like money more than they hate each other.
2: It was a good story, though. Beautiful story. It's a beautiful, beautiful
1: story. Tale as old as time.
0: Speaking of stories, <laughs> so the uh, the plot of the new uh, Laura Croft, Tomb Raider... I'll just, I'll hit the bullet points real quick. But this is uh, following the disappearance of her father, Richard. Laura Croft lives a reckless and carefree life when she's arrested after an accident involving a police car. Richard's business partner, Anna Miller, posts her bail and warns that if she does not claim her inheritance, her father's estate will be sold off.
2: You remember Anna Miller from the game? I don't. Now, you guys remember the boardroom level? <laughs> no. There's well, it's in it.
0: There, there is a lot of. uh I, I didn't watch it all, but wait, you didn't watch all the movie. I, I'm doing this bad thing where I, I speak in different terms. I, I'm, I speak the same way a Tarantino film is edited, where I say part of the story first when I should say. Much like Iron Fist on Netflix, I didn't really watch oh, it. Oh, okay. But this Lara Croft movie sort of reminded me of that. Of uh it's like. Hey, I own this business and I'm back. And they're like, Who are you? And he's like, I want nothing to do with the business. Or, I, like I said, I didn't see Iron Fist. That's what Bruce Wayne does.
1: Remember when Bruce Wayne was gone for a long time and he comes back? Right. He's like, I bought all the shares. Mm. Sounds
2: like you guys are tapping into some sort of trope or something.
0: I, I guess, yeah. I mean, I, the, the <laughs> not oh, a rope, trope, a trope, trope, yeah, okay. To,
2: rope. To, right. to
0: that point, this movie is made entirely of tropes okay it is it is built on the foundation of trope which in the end doesn't make it very bad well that's fair the game
1: is built on action movie tropes as well like the original game and then the follow-up to the game Mm -hmm. i mean if we want to follow the trajectory obviously it goes tomb raider Tomb Raider paved the way for a game like Uncharted, kind of, which is basically an Indiana Jones trope-filled game. And then they were like, "Oh, we should just try and make that because that's really popular." So then they made Tomb Raider, which was a trope-filled reinvention of what Uncharted was. So it's yeah, it's just passing <laughs> the tropes down the line. Yeah, so this, sense. I was
0: I told this to John right after the movie. This, my sort of issue with it is we we are just literally going in a circle mm-hmm. where we have video games that are inspired by movies, and now we're making the movies that are. About, you know inspired by games that are inspired by movies is just it's, it's just becoming so diluted mm. that you you know what's gonna happen before everything and I, I don't know if that's really the movie's fault it's just that's
2: where we're at mm. well when you said that to me I got really excited because I thought that the next uh, chapter in this circular franchise you're talking about was when I saw the movie, and I got inspired to become Laura Croft myself.
0: Uh, I guess I forgot about this. Uh, I guess preface the story a little bit. We're still not media people yet. Never. We don't, don't say
1: yet. Yet implies you will be.
0: Well, I, I think it just takes a couple emails, but we're not get really getting invited to like press screenings. No one cares about us. I know. Filmhouse. Oh, I almost did, fainted. Did you see our gringo review? <laughs> Trick question. No one did. So... <laughs> John has been getting us to these screenings. Bless his heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, he was all I got was the email that said, "Hey, good news! I got the Laura Croft screening." Mm-hmm. And there's more emails came in. There's like, there's also a costume contest. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> what kind of press screening is this? Like, oh, it's not a press screening. No, no,
2: no. I thought it was the screen. premiere, like the world premiere. I thought I was gonna meet Alicia Vikander, yeah. <laughs> dressed as her from yeah. the movie. Um, but yeah, the hashtag they used was Laura Croft LA. Uh, And it was like, use this hashtag to be entered into the contest. If you don't use this, you won't be entered into the contest. I was like, guess I got to post some uh, pictures on social media. Uh, But then I searched the hashtag and literally no one had used it, not even (laughs) the radio station putting on the contest. (laughs) So I took some pictures. I was the only person using the hashtag. Uh, I should have won an iPad mini. I did not. No, that's, Um, that's lame. Yeah.
0: No, it, I, I think it was fine, considering mm-hmm. all the positive looks John got uh, wearing his Celine Dion wig. HIV-positive looks? Uh, <laughs> some of that. You guys it were was, in Hollywood, right? Yeah, I mean, your your costume was mostly items from Target. He wasn't allowed to bring in his bow and arrow. That just yeah. had suction cups at the end. They this is something that happened outside. in the line outside the theater? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay. I was getting a lot of waves from cars, mm-hmm. uh-huh. um, and uh, one guy took a picture of me. <laughs> And <laughs> <laughs> called you a really terrible word and then yeah. kept
1: driving. Yeah.
0: <laughs> a lot of people were telling John, Hey, you go girl. Uh-huh. Man. Uh but the costume contest was John, who was the only person who dressed up as Lorcroft, a woman wearing like a, a skin tight black jumpsuit. What? I don't She was just wearing like workout clothes or something. Yeah. She wasn't really I don't think
2: anyone else was dressed up. So when it came up down to it, there was four people in the costume competition. Me in my full regalia, yeah, a grown woman with a ponytail, uh-huh. and two children with ponytails, and that was, that was
0: it. The, the best part. Uh, this is for audio listeners. Uh, if you want to see the video, it should be playing right now on uh, the Funhouse channel. So I took I took Good. plenty of footage. Good. It was great. It was all hosted by some. Uh, Spanish radio station out but here you in LA. Won. Yeah,
2: I won. It was yeah. a raffle, so I had a twenty five percent chance of winning. And they were <laughs> they seemed very disappointed that I won because uh-huh. I think they're going to use no. this like promotional stuff. Uh, I feel bad because behind all these
1: events is a team of PR people who are trying to drum up hype. So
0: thank God you showed up. Trying.
1: Yeah. Because otherwise it would have been just a complete
0: failure on all fronts. <laughs> he was the most enthusiastic person there. Yeah. Uh, we'll get back to the movie. Actually, I do want to say we one- We never got to it. Uh, who you <laughs> kind of started, Keep I don't know. outside. One thing I do want to say, because this was like an early screening, the best part about it was they came out and said, turn off your phone. Mm-hmm. Don't put it on silent. Turn it off. Mm-hmm. If we- we have night vision ca- cameras, yeah, which, which I don't think we saw. <laughs> I think well, you're not supposed w- to. I that's- think there's lying. Yeah, well. but they're like, we-, we will be sweeping the auditorium. If we even see a phone out, we're kicking you out. And I was mm. like, this should be how. This is how it should be everywhere. Yeah, I didn't see anyone pull their phone out once, except for the guy sitting next to us who. Put on a sweater halfway through and dropped all his change on the floor.
2: That's <laughs> it rolled like down the rows. <laughs> Separate story.
1: Can I? Can I real quick? And I, this will be a really quick story yeah, yeah. about just the movie going experience. Because sure, yes. while you guys are waiting in line to go see Tomb Raider, Elise and I went and saw Death of Stalin, oh the new Armando Iannucci movie. Yeah, um, and it was great. But it was at a upper class theater because this is an artsy fartsy film that's not going to get wide release. So we had to go to this upper, and they're very good about at the beginning. You have an assigned seat and turn off your cell phones. They we even had the Isle of Brian Cranston in Isle of Dogs told us to turn off our cell phones too. It's the same way. Mm. It's not as aggressive. They're not threatening to throw you Wait, out. Did you
0: say Brian Cranston was sitting in your row? No, but- Brian
1: Cranston is one of the voices of the dogs in Wes Anderson's Isle of Dogs. Gotcha. And so okay. the guy came out and said, Turn off your Cell phones, and then it showed a big video of Brian Cranston as the dog telling us to turn off our cell phones. Gotcha. So they were very adamant about turning off your cell phones, and we are like, nice, nice. This is a nice theater. This means a good experience. And then some guy got wheeled in on a wheelchair, a really old guy, just <laughs> 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 like, and it, like they set him up in the space in the wheelchair <laughs> section, and then he was sitting there. <laughs> Oh man! And then coughed like he was going to die for the whole movie. Yikes! Oof. He didn't take out his cell phone though. Maybe that was Stalin. That may have been Stalin secretly yeah. going to see. these
0: days? He retired years ago.
1: Stalin? Yeah, I can tell Nobody you. Nobody knows. Oh, man, I can tell mystery. you because we saw the movie. Anyway, that's it. okay. Yeah.
0: So uh, the movie continues. Uh, we'll just hit, we'll hit the the big points. I don't want to spoil the movie too much because it there i don't know there's enough there if you've
1: played through the game is the has the movie been spoil i, I th- like i'm saying spoil. Yeah. in terms two of degree. plot yeah. you know what the, you know the narrative yeah. I'll,
0: I'll say if you've ever played a uh one of the two new tomb raider games or you've played in the uncharted games you kind of know what you're in for i will say this the movie is as far as video game movie adaptations go it's very true mm-hmm. to the game which i did appreciate i did feel like i was watching A video game adaptation of a movie, which I guess it is, and Mm -hmm. sometimes it just felt like an okay movie. Mm -hmm. So I I, like on a scale of it being a a good adaptation, it's it's up there Mm -hmm. next to what's the best one? Silent Hill, maybe? Yeah. I mean people will say Mortal Kombat, but Resident
2: Evil 9. (laughs) First Resident Evil was. I like the first Resident Evil.
0: It was okay. I mean, but it that's so far from a Resident Evil. Yeah. yeah. Like, it, it's so well, that's different. That's an
1: adaptation could be.
0: That's actually, that's, I think the reason why I like the Resident Evil movie,
1: because it's so different. And they're like... Take the concept yeah. and some of the characters and then put them into a
0: situation that it yeah. makes sense for cinema. I think the first one had none of the characters other than the guy who went on to become Nemesis. Yeah, And that, I think that's why it worked. Probably because it was a script for another movie. Either way, this one is a very... Not literal, but it's very much based on that uh, 2013 game. So things like the the mysticism of "ooh, there's voodoo or magic," Mm -hmm. or maybe it's it's real, or it's like there's it's some old science that's involved. You're constantly questioning Mm -hmm. like those sorts of things. I thought they did a good job of that. Mm -hmm. That's not necessarily new or good, yeah, but it it captures that from the game. Well,
1: my concern with stuff like this, I listen. I'm always down for more right?
2: Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you say that all the time. I say
1: that all the time. I'm always down for more. DTS. Um, when they released the second season of Wet Hot American Summer on Netflix and I was like, this wasn't as good as the movie or the first season. I immediately went, but I'm glad it exists uh-huh. and I'm glad I have it to choose from. This seems like a situation like that where it's like I'm glad it exists. Sure. But we are in a weird situation where they're adapting video games faithfully now and it's Causing a new problem to arise.
2: That nothing new happens and that it's just a regurgitation. And and now it's just something you don't get to play. Yeah.
1: Right? Like, Mm. you just, like, which is a good option, but when you think about how much this movie may have cost and Mm. how much marketing is behind Mm. it and how it's supposed to be this thing, and I'm sure they're trying to build a franchise or whatever. They absolutely are. So, So, like, when you think about that, you're like... But this is just – we could have just given me the game but then had like a separate team of five working on cinema mode, you know? We played it in Space Ace. You can play Space Ace or you can press one button and Space
0: Ace will play itself. Yeah, it it definitely – it hits the beats of the game. But uh, that first – that game, the 2013 uh, Tomb Raider, it's like a 20-hour game, something Mm -hmm. like that. There's a lot of levels. There's a lot of cool level design. There's some interesting stuff going on. There's a lot of characters. They they trim the fat way down. This is This is – for all intents and purposes, this is a adaptation. Is it like ninety minutes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was about yeah. that. So, it from the the story of where like Lara escapes and she, you know, she falls and gets hurt. They kind of go through those beats, but they speed it up. Mm-hmm. But they have to. I yeah, get it. Yeah. It's a film. It's the same reason why I won't get mad at Jurassic Park, a movie being so different from the book. They're different entertainment yeah, mediums. Absolutely. You have to do it. So, I actually applaud them for mm-hmm. finding a creative way of getting around this stuff and having characters that you can at least somewhat relate to. Though they are fairly one dimensional.
1: How does how does this movie stack up against Assassin's Creed? Way better. Okay. Way that, better. My concern watching when I watched Assassin's Creed I was the whole time I was watching this, I'm like, you've enhanced the boring parts of the game. Mm-hmm. And I can't play the fun parts. Like, the fun parts of the game are now not action set pieces as so much as they are just these boring things I have to sit
0: through. I, I would say it's flipped. Okay. Um, did you see Assassin's Creed, John? I did not. Oh, you're missing You yeah. don't need
1: to. Uh, I I, I refuse to watch Yeah, Michael It's Fast, two hours <laughs> and 45 minutes long. Think about that. Are you, you the serious? The Assassin's Creed movie is two hours and 45
2: mm,
0: minutes long. Oh, my long. God. So, Tomb Raider, the... The, more, more time married in-
2: to Michael Fassbender, Alicia Vikander. Is she? Wow, video yeah. game couples. How, would, how much would you pay
1: to watch that? I just want to see their <laughs> beautiful childhood. How much that. would you pay? I was thinking about spending $150 on oh, Survivor Series I've already series seen tickets. Michael
2: Fassbender's dick like a dozen but times. But you've never, right, but never seen see it, it
0: inside a beautiful woman. Inside
2: a beautiful woman. <laughs> inside Alicia Vikander. Yeah, also her. Mm. <sighs>
0: Who is also uh, an Academy Award winner, I've been told, by marketing materials. What movie was she from?
2: The Danish Girl Oh, I never with saw Eddie it. Redmayne. Gotcha. The first oh. uh, it, transition. It's
0: worth noting that she uh, she's the second Academy Award-winning actress to portray a video game character. The other one being Sir Ben Kingsley in um, that one movie in the you, the name of the king. He played the Prince
2: of Persia. <laughs> he no, wasn't yeah. the
0: Prince of Persia. Christ, yeah. never mind. He's he's done it twice now. <laughs> Wait, was he in? He wasn't Prince. I never saw Prince. I never saw Prince. Was he? That was just. I don't, don't know. If he I was. forgot yeah. Prince no, of Persia existed. Existed. I History. forgot we have a Prince of Persia movie and uh, an a- uh, Assassin's Creed yeah. movie. Like yeah. that's
1: all of them came after the games made game versions, like movie version games. Right.
0: Moving on. It's um. I, I one note I did make here. Uh, this is kind of an interesting time for a Lara Croft movie to come out because she is a. I would say she's a. I don't want to say a positive role model, but she's a strong female character, mm-hmm. which a is bad
2: ass bitch. I... And that is why I loved this movie. Mm-hmm. Go on. Uh, I agree that critically, uh, you know, uh, from film theory uh, perspective, uh, it's, it's all right. If you know, it's a movie, but I really, really enjoyed seeing Alicia Vikander kick ass.
0: Like, yeah. uh, going back to what you were saying earlier, James, where, the character Law Croft was made before because they just wanted female Indiana Jones, right? Mm-hmm. That yeah, was yeah. always the sort of thing. And then and it was just heavily sexualized. And then it, as the iteration came, they were like, no, she's a strong character. I was like, I, I appreciate the the evolution that she had. And now that we live in a post-Wonder Woman age mm-hmm. where, oh, women can carry a movie now in an action movie. And it's probably going to do well commercially and critically. Mm-hmm. That's with fans and uh, critics alike. I I think it—it it was actually kind of—I was trying to put my mind, as I often do, into that of a seven-year-old girl watching the movie, thinking like, "Oh, this is kind of cool." But then, quickly, she murders a guy and like, like chokes him out and like drowns him in some mud. Yeah. And I was like, well, "Ooh, that was right!" Like, the gets, thing gets a it was raunchy. is that we had a
2: we had like a three or four-year-old girl sitting directly behind us, and she was vocalizing her opinions of everything. She was really scared when the fight happened, and then she went dead silent when the guy <laughs> when she choked the guy out and drowned him in the mud. Yeah.
0: They, they hit those notes much like the game did, um, and they also just completely abandoned them much like the game did. I don't know if you remember in the first game, she gets into that when she kills guy, she's like, "Oh my god, oh my oh, god, yeah, oh my yeah. god, what did I do? Yeah. What did I do?" And then she sees like a, in the movie, she sees like a wizard walk yeah. in the background. She goes, "What's that?" And then just goes and chase and like start shooting at it with two <laughs> guns. Yeah. It's. Uh, so they, they at least try to hit those things because they, they do show her like basically kill a guy in self-defense and it's mm-hmm. a pretty brutal fight. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, wow, this is – that I was literally having that moment like, wow, it's kind of like Wonder Woman for girls. Oh, fuck. She's getting – she's just full-on murdered a man. Yeah.
2: yeah. Wow. And that, that was one of the things that I really liked about the movie that I felt made it stand out and stand above Wonder Woman, which is that – all of the non-action scenes in Wonder Woman I loved. All of the action scenes were, they were, they were overly cut and choreographed not in tandem with the DP. And that's something that happens in a lot of action movies that don't focus, like, that are... Made in a computer? I don't know because, yeah. like, I, I grew up on Jackie Chan films and they did a lot of wide shots of long choreographed fights where you see every hit and you see the reaction to every hit. And mm-hmm. that's something that I've read in, like, editing 101 is you want to see the reaction of the action in the same shot. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I feel a lot of Marvel movies and just superhero movies in general don't do because it requires more time to shoot rather than just getting a shot of a guy punching and then getting a shot of a guy falling backwards mm-hmm. and stuff. And yeah. so that was with this Tomb Raider. Um, it's like the first scene we see with Lara. is she's getting the shit kicked out of her in a kickboxing like spar. Mm-hmm. And it, you see like it, like it really looks like she's getting the shit kicked out of her and she's fighting this girl and she's kicking the shit out of her. Like they didn't overcut it and you mm-hmm. got to see the action and ingest the action and it, I, I really liked that about it. It was very gritty and felt very real. Mm-hmm. Unlike a lot of action movies mm. uh, where they just cut around that stuff.
0: I, I guess you do see her getting her ass kicked a lot in the movie. Yeah. Which is. But I then think, overcoming it. Right. As opposed to her starting out being a badass. Like she, she gets hit by a car. She gets. She's. Uh, she gets Wait, thrown like off a waterfall. Before
1: she even makes it to the island. She yeah. gets hit by a car. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds a, like she's clumsy.
0: <laughs> a little bit. I yeah. mean like she's. Kind of constantly getting the shit kicked out of her, which the game almost did to a like comical effect. Yeah, uh, I think people were sort of expecting it, but like you see a lot of it in the trailer where she's got the parachute and then she hits a tree and then a like a bear smacks her. Yeah. It's just like <laughs> that doesn't really yeah. happen, but it's just it's this compounding of uh, of this this poor person just being just having everything thrown at her, and it's like I think it actually makes it for a more a more interesting character, I guess, instead of mm-hmm. someone who's like. Like, Wonder Woman, everything just seems so easy for her. Yeah. As it should be, though. She's a a god-ish. But, um...
2: god S Her
0: struggle is
1: internal. Yes. Whereas Lara Croft's struggle is external. Right.
0: But with that said, I do want to remind you that this episode of Filmhouse is brought to you by Mac Weldon. I do know that Mack Weldon's better than anything you're wearing right now.
1: Yes, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Very comfortable. Great for working out. Great for lounging. Yep. They have all kinds of shirts, shorts, mm-hmm. sweatpants. Like people don't realize. it's a. It's, they think of it as an underwear company, but it sells everything you need. It's a life
0: company. It is Mack. kind of a life company. John keeps asking me for them. And I'll get you some. I keep
2: trying to take yours off of your body. I know. I
0: wish you would stop. <laughs> I will say this. True to life, they are the most comfortable underwear that I own. Yeah. It's the only stuff I wear. James, I think you're in agreement. Well, the
1: thing is, if if John were to say you let John borrow your underwear. Okay. And it's part of the Mack Weldon Silver line mm-hmm. of underwear.
0: The antimicrobial Exactly.
1: Line. He could wear it for a week, do anything he wanted in them, go to a tropical island, solve Puzzles, puzzles and uh, get beat up. Uh-huh. Hand them back to you. They won't stink.
0: Interesting. They won't I think, stink. I think we put this up to the test. <laughs> Send we're, me to the Hawaii. We're gonna beat the hell out of John <laughs> while he's wearing Mac Weldon's. We cannot recommend Mac Weldon enough. There have always been a fantastic sponsor to us, and uh, just a sponsor of my life in a way because it keeps my underside protected and looking good. Mm-hmm. So I think that's uh that's good for my brand. It's good yeah. for your brand. Make it part of your brand today. So get 20% off by using promo code FILM. That's when you go to MacWeldon.com. You get 20% off. That's easy. All you have to use is the promo code FILM. Just let them know that we sent you. Let them know we say hi. Back to the movie, Tomb Raider. Actually, it's just called Lara Croft. Wait, no, it's just called Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider is known for, I would say, two things. Action slash adventure and puzzles. Okay. Mm, Yes. Uh, The movie, almost to a fault. Uh, I don't want to say shoehorns in, but... Has plenty of puzzles interwoven through like the story. Tomb puzzles, yeah, that's like, cool. There, so there's, I would say, there's two, there's two moments. One where they're like, we can't get into this cave, and Laura's like, I got it, and she solves the puzzle, and it, it feels like a video game puzzle. One of those ones where it's not impossible, mm-hmm. but it's it, it's fairly complicated. And there's another one where the floor is literally falling beneath them, and she has to solve a puzzle while like danger's happening, and. Like it's like a group thing where they're like try this one, try yeah. this, and she's like mixing and matching different things to try to get through a door. And is like, okay, this feels like it's That's it's cool. a so uh, the Silent Hill film did something similar to this where the character looked at a map and she was trying to memorize it. I was like, oh, kind of like a video game. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And so this one, I was like, that was a good adaptation of a video game moment. Yeah. I thought was well done. A bad version of that would be Doom when they went into first person for oh, yes. ten minutes. Yeah. Uh, this is a good version of that. So I do uh, applaud the film that's for cool. at least keeping those things in line.
2: Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it was all right. <laughs> you <laughs> oh, you didn't like that? About the no, puzzles? no, it was fine. <laughs> um, I, th- I liked the first puzzle uh, more because it, it was like the big door to get into the tomb. And all of the different things she had to turn were way up high. And so it was her like moving a ladder and then climbing the ladder and turning yeah. things and then climbing back down, moving the ladder again and climbing up. It, it was very. It was I
0: mean, the the movie comes to a screeching halt. Yeah,
2: really. <laughs> like like, like at don't get me wrong. Or...
0: Only because moments before that, people are shooting at each other. Mm-hmm. It's a big action moment, and then she's like, "I'll solve this puzzle," and everyone just stands there looking at her. Yeah. No one holds the ladder. <laughs> no, I think so she just there's does still the whole a thing. Of element
1: of danger. It's,
0: yeah, yeah it was, <laughs> at one point it wobbled and she looked down. Yeah. My final thoughts on this movie, walking away from it, is it reminded me a lot of Rogue One. I, okay. I without spoiling it, there's a lot of similar themes. Rogue One is a little tropey. Mm-hmm. Um, it was part of a, an expanded universe or something that already exists. Um, and it, it just, I kind of felt like I knew everything was going to happen before it happened. Uh, Tomb Raider was a lot like that for me. So, like Rogue One, I didn't hate it. Uh, but at the same time, I didn't feel like I got anything new out of it. I didn't feel better for watching it.
1: Do you, did you feel... What's it, Alicia Viscander? Alicia Vicander. Alicia Vikander. Do you feel like she was charismatic in the role of Lara Croft? Because I feel like that's the kind of thing where you could just plop... Like, almost the trailer kind of makes it seem like they just, like, plopped someone mm-hmm.
2: in, you know? Well, once her, like, origin... Or, like, where, where is she now? Like, before she goes to the island um i think she was because that was pretty much the only time they had to do that Mm -hmm. and when she was on the island it was just like you're not gonna kill me and like getting hit by bears and stuff Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah before it it was like her at her sparring class and then her at her job um uh, and I thought, yeah, I mean, they didn't spend much time on it at she, all. She's but charismatic like,
1: enough to yeah. carry the movie. I'm just saying I she's think. coming in after Angelina Jolie played the role in two That's movies, true. right? Where, where and like Angelina Jolie became almost synonymous, yeah, with that character. Not necessarily because her performance amazing was amazing, but because she's a charismatic human being. She's like a And because well, yeah,
2: like, she's sultry. Like the first Tomb Raider. I guess so. Yeah, the second Tomb Raider is more about being an empowered lady. We're talking about Cradle of Life? Yeah. I never saw (laughs) it. I don't know. I I meant the new Tomb Raider.
0: Yeah. Um, I, I guess my only issue with the character is actually the journey in which she ends up on. Because she goes through this whole thing. She, I, I think I started out liking the character of Lara Croft more. By the time they got to the end, which they already shown in the trailer, so when she pulls out the two guns, she's like, I'll take two, which is, I guess, a nod to the future games of what we're trying to get away from. Mm-hmm. Uh, where she's like, now I have two guns. I'm going to do backflips and shoot dogs. <laughs> it's like, no, 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 no. Like, yeah, don't yeah. do that. that I, that's kind of when she starts to suck. Innovation. <laughs> 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 do,
2: um, do you know why he's saying that? Because it's uh, you 2 and why is he singing you too? It was the Cradle of Life theme song. Thank you, John.
0: You win today's is that
2: true? Cradle of Life was it question of is life. Yes, that's why I'm so
0: good
1: All I remember is that the music video had her fighting that giant robot. Oh, yeah. Robot
0: wasn't the first one. First one. Yeah. I told you. We argued about this in the car on the way back. <laughs> <laughs> as John was still yeah. wearing a wig <laughs> with <laughs> eyeliner on. Yeah.
2: On a character level, I thought all the characters were fine. Uh, except Walton Goggins. I mean, no okay, wait. The, let me the bad that. guy. The bad guy, the antagonist, Originally the from leader Justified. of Trinity. He Walton Goggins is great. And I know I've seen him play so many amazing, unique roles as a good guy <laughs> and as a bad guy. And he was just kind of just a dude in this one. Yeah. And like he did say one line where he's like, I haven't had anybody to talk to, so I'm crazy. Right. But so then, he's literally that, on an
0: island full of hundreds of people yeah. that they're, like, forcing to work. Because, like, you could talk to any one of them. If you just yeah. get outside your shell.
2: Yeah, but, like, I just felt like they kind of played it safe uh-huh. and just had him be a bad guy rather than having him be, like, a unique, like, rememberable uh, villain. Man. Yeah.
0: They, they tried a little bit with him because I, I they start out with him saying, I'm just doing a job. If once I finish my job, I can leave Yeah, and because Laura Croft shows up with her dad's notes. He now goes. Oh, I can now move forward with my thing Thank you uh-huh. and she's like crap. That's not what I wanted because in her dad's notes He's like please burn all evidence of any of this happening But she thinks maybe my dad might be alive and he might be on this island and then all she finds is this bad guy well, so saying like no, I came here with your dad and your dad's dead and um, I, I've been digging for seven years. Thank you. I can finally go home uh-huh. but now it's like her dad left all these notes saying if he opens this tomb, some – this really bad – this plague is going to like – or some evil is going to come out and kill everyone. So it's like that's where the, like the myth versus the reality thing sort of sets in of like mm-hmm. who do you believe – It I think it's enough to keep the, the story in the movie going but – Like I said, tropey as fuck. It's been done a million times, and you kind of know where it's going to go.
1: Is there any reason someone would pick a movie like this over something like Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle? never saw
0: it.
2: Uh, I saw it, and I also tried to watch it going, this is just a fun popcorn movie. Mm -hmm. And it was was that, but it was also very, uh, oh, so over the top. Mm-hmm. Well, that's uh, why this saying is more though. grounded. That's why
1: I'm saying though, it, when you have a movie that's littered with tropes, yeah, based on a video game, does it make more sense to go for a gritty, realistic take, or something like Jumanji, which is not—it's not based on a video game, but in the world of the movie, it is, mm-hmm. um, and actually does a pretty good job of get it hammering in like video game mechanics into it. But it's like hyper saturated and it's basically a big cartoon.
0: I mean, that's kind of how I look at Scott Pilgrim. It's -hmm. like, it's basically a video game movie, but it's Mm -hmm. not based on any video game, but it's very much, it's a weird movie to call a video game movie, but that's what I've always seen as a video game movie. Yeah. Something that, whereas Lara Croft there, you know, there's all these meetings of people saying, well, hold on. Let's, Let's look at the Bible. Let's consult it real quick. Not the literal Bible, but the Tomb Raider Bible of, well, she wouldn't do this because of that. And they're just like, Jesus Christ. Actually, Tomb
2: Raider is inspired by the the Bible. Bible, Or or vice versa. Imagine
1: imagine that more isn't always better, like I always say. If you had to choose a wacky Tomb Raider that's more in line with Jumanji or a hard, like... Beaten, beaten down, gritty Tomb
2: Raider like the one you saw. What would you go for? Here's what I want. I want a gritty Jumanji where people are getting fucked up by rhinos. That's the first one. No one got fucked up by a rhino. They the wrecked David Allen's car. No, the plants ate David Allen Griff's car. It's trampled by animals. The monkey had a tail, and he tried to talk to to Robin Williams, and Robin Williams thought he was talking about his penis. Remember when the kid
0: put on all the makeup, and he looks freaky because he's, (laughs) like, turning into a monkey for some reason? God, that movie's frightening. It's nightmare fuel. Uh, Probably Jumanji. You'd rather go
2: for a uh, A movie I haven't seen? Well, yeah, but, Yeah. Yeah.
0: From what I, I've heard, Jumanji's I, good. I, I thought it was. Good.
2: I actually, I disagree. I, I very much enjoyed the gritty, realistic uh, Tomb Raider over Jumanji, which I, I enjoyed. Jumanji wasn't crazy about it. Wasn't crazy about this movie either, uh, but I, th- I, I like the gritty approach okay. more I, than the wacky approach. I, I guess
0: uh, another similar movie to this would be like uh, Warcraft that came out recently, mm. where it is in a. It's a movie that was okay. And it adapted something that is beloved by a lot of people. Uh, Tomb Raider, probably not as much as Warcraft. People probably remember Tomb Raider more as a movie these days than a video game. Mm. Uh, Maybe half and half these days. Who knows? Yeah. But I think it did a better job than Warcraft, honestly. Hmm. I think think it, it felt a little more true to it. But once again, it is a video game that's meant to feel like a movie. Yeah, yeah. So... Warcraft, when you're playing an MMO or even the RTS, not meant to feel like no. a movie. That's a yeah. much harder adaptation. Yeah, There's a lot of lore you could work with, but man, it's a hard It's mostly written
1: injury. out in a wiki somewhere. Yes, yeah.
0: it's in, in books and lore and all these amazing things. But Tomb Raider, that is a I think it's an easier adaptation. So mm-hmm. it's safe. Uh, I think if you're a fan of the games, I think you'll find some enjoyment in it. I'll throw that out there.
2: Don't, if you just finished the new Tomb Raider First new Tomb Raider, what do you call it? I just, Tomb, Tomb Raider, Raider
0: 2013.
2: Yeah, Tomb Raider 2013. If you literally just finished it, don't go see the movie yet. Wait, Maybe wait a year. What if you haven't started it yet? Uh, whew, that's a tough one. <laughs> well, you What if you haven't the- started it yet, you
1: don't own any video games, but there's also no movie theaters within 100 miles of where you live.
2: <gasps> oh my
0: what God. do you do? What do you do? I don't understand the Are question. Are you supporting torrenting? <laughs> Uh no. No, you
2: listen to this podcast
0: where we don't we didn't spoil much of the movie for you. She well, I, okay, right. here
2: I was thinking this movie might do well because uh you know the the standard this isn't true about everybody, but there's a good number of people uh from what I heard in the theater that dudes play video games, uh some girls don't, but dudes date girls and they bring their girl to this movie he likes it because it's a video game movie she likes it cuz it's a badass female protagonist when does this come out this week it just came out yesterday yeah. it come, no it comes out it, it, no we saw an advanced screening james <laughs> i
1: know but this podcast releases to the public <laughs> uh, on a saturday yeah, it's on a, saturday yes so it came out this weekend oh yeah. sorry so i'll just let you know right now this movie's going to Crash and burn. You think it's going up against Ready Player One, and
2: still Black no, no, Ready Panther. Player Ready Player one One's next week. Yeah, yeah. Ready Player One's the twenty ninth. Sure? Yeah, yeah. It's 29th. ninth. Oh, okay. No, no. It, we we. That's looked why it up. no one responded to your invite about having Ready Player One party. Everybody dress up as Ready Player One and go see Ready Player One. Bring this your DeLoreans, weekend. folks. We're doing a Ready Player One party before anyone else. Can. The,
0: the movie's coming out this weekend, according to John. Are seven days in into into BB. And the B-B.
2: I still think it's probably going to lose. Oh, Love Simon. No, no, what that? You, and- right you got to read my subtitles. Oh, it's
0: a film uh, right, about the most out famous hijacking weekend. that you never These heard of. These are the
2: movies it's coming out of. Tomb Raider, Seven Days in Entebbe. Etebe. The most famous plane hijacking that you've never heard of. Okay. Followed by name.
0: Love Simon.
2: Followed by Love Simon, which is a retelling of You got, got Mail man. without the corporate propaganda. Uh, finally, there's I Can Only Imagine. I Can Only Imagine. This is the first of many Dennis Quaid films, uh, oh, wait, can you read what I wrote? He said the first of many Christian films starring Dennis Quaid. Yes. Uh, Dennis Quaid has transitioned, uh, over to Christian cinema. Well, Uh, you gotta go where the money is. You will never come back.
0: It's kind of like when singers or pop singers go to, uh, country. It's like, it's safe. This is how you retire. Mm -hmm. Is this
1: movie gonna beat Black Panther this weekend? No, God, no. No, um, is it going to be top? Is it going to be two or three? Wrinkle in time. It's going to be I number think, one. It's going to be number one. You I think, think it's going to be might, number one
0: or lose Panther? the Black Panther? Well, oh yeah, Black Panther
2: <laughs> might still win. Yeah, so that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah.
0: I, I think it's going to bring in like a solid thirty million, maybe How forty. Much did it cost you know more than that. <laughs> so much more. Four hundred
2: billion. <laughs>
1: That's one of those things that seems weird. I'm like, I'm t- I am think these these are really good avenues to explore because, again, some people don't have the time to play 20 hours a game, but they kind of want mm-hmm. that aspect of it. Sure. But when you find out that they cost, I'm saying this one did, but when you find out it cost $150 million,
0: you're like, what were they thinking? <laughs> it it cost $94 million and it's already made, at f- the time of this recording on Wednesday, it has made $14 million uh, overseas. foreign overseas. And... Every other country except for America hates women. That's not true.
2: That's, That's true. a fact. That's not true. That's what Box That's Office Mojo
0: says right here. That's
2: not true. It That's says a, it right there. It's, Look at it's that. Box Office Mojo's subtitle.
0: <laughs> That's just them. Apparently the music was done by Junkie XL. I didn't catch that. We did Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Hey, well, he's they're typecasting him. Um I'm not personally invested whether this movie does well or not. <laughs> Uh, I think, every, I think, I guess You're every
1: German bank, well, know every three
0: <laughs> years, I think we need to be reminded that maybe video games shouldn't be adapted into movies. Um, this might be the one that proves everyone wrong and go, no, there is money here. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the next uh, Marvel franchise. You know, it's going to be the next 20 years of superheroes and be adapting video games to make them into uh, just, I don't think it can be done. I don't He's think it's, now. I don't know. I mean, there's too many cooks in the kitchen and it just doesn't make for good media. Typically this one exception, not the rule. Put that out there. Yeah.
1: I so. think part of it is stems from the fact that video games have been following movies for a while now. Mm-hmm. At some point in video games, like a fairly large sect of them were like, we should just do what movies do, but as a video game. I agreed. So it's, I think it's a weird thing where now it's it's cycling back.
0: Right. We're, we're watching people who are making media that were inspired by the films of their childhood mm-hmm. and their young adulthood. And they were like, I'm going to put that into my work, which is a video game. And they were kind of doing it in their own little corner. And no one really noticed. So when you're putting spaceships in the Halo video game that look like they're straight out of Alien, yeah. or aliens? No one's really going to notice from Hollywood. They're like, oh, whatever, it's doing like its own thing. But then when you want to adapt into a film, James Cameron's go, what the fuck are you? You're just stealing my stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just, I don't know. It's it's a weird, it's a weird system.
1: Yeah. Oh. Well, you know. Do I? I? guess I guess you make Fantasyland uh, similar to. Uh, Ready Player One in theaters now. It's not. In theaters this weekend. Were
0: you going to go to the th- movie theaters dressed up? I'm waiting there right now. Okay.
1: Me on Saturday when this okay. comes out, I'm at a theater waiting, waiting. Which
2: one? Can people come join you?
1: Yeah. Come join me at the uh Oklahoma City uh Regency 8. <laughs> I'll be there. And anyone that shows up gets free popcorn on me. Nice. See nice. You there. So it's Very like how nice. people...
0: Uh, set up tents for like mm-hmm. Star Wars weeks ahead. You're mm-hmm. the only guy in the world who thought, I'm going to wait in line for Ready Player One.
1: Except I buy a ticket to, what is it this. Plane crash? Uh, Seven days in Entebbe. Seven days in Entebbe. You guys
2: aren't familiar with Entebbe Airport uh, hostage situation? Well, according to
1: the title or the subtitle, we shouldn't be familiar. Yeah,
2: that's well, it's because I was appealing to the millennials who don't know shit about history. (laughs) (laughs) Or planes. I love
0: you guys. (laughs) I guess I'm one of them. Anyway, thank you once again, everyone, for listening, watching. Uh, maybe someone was dictating this to you in a uh, post-apocalyptic world. This could be Homer's new odyssey. Who knows? Hello, year 50,000. Good to hear you or see ya. Uh, this is this is a voice from the past. This is what we used to sound like. Why would
1: they dictate it to you?
0: Because one you could person just listen can to the recording. Because they have one zune in the future that has all of mankind's recordings. One person goes in the cave, listens to it, memorizes it, then he goes and tells it to the masses. Why didn't he just let them listen? The masses listen to the recording. Because the zune only uses headphones. I don't know. That's yeah. its flaw. There's no speaker on it.
1: So, but he has to listen to it,
0: right? Because he's the only one with the headphones. He's the only. He's the the greatest. It seems a like right? a waste of his time. There's not a lot to do because the man wolves. Ready Player
1: One in theaters. Uh, Stefan Spielberg. He made this one. Yep. And there's a Back to the Future in
2: it. And I would personally like to thank uh, Radio Centro 939. You if you guys could tweet to Radio Centro 939 and tell them I'm that. ready to accept their offer to be uh, yes. their radio mascot. show up to every advanced screening dressed as the female protagonist of that film. Legally, Rooster Teeth will not allow that. Damn it. This
0: is a disappointment to all. Thank you for listening and watching. Tell a friend. Bye, guys.